Hi, I'm Ian Whitaker, host of the JCDCo Digital Changemakers podcast. The Digital Changemakers podcast showcases industry research and insights to inspire senior marketeers to push the boundaries on their marketing strategies and become change agents in their organization. Today, we're talking about attention as a vital new metric in campaign planning. In a world of information overload, grabbing a consumer's attention and maintaining it is becoming increasingly important for advertisers. The development of innovative research methods, such as eye-tracking technology, means that attention is emerging as a potential currency to be used amongst the advertising industry. I'm delighted to be joined by Mike Follett, Managing Director at Lumen Research, to dive deeper into what we mean by attention and how attention metrics can be used for both reporting and prediction. Welcome, Mike. Thanks very much for coming, taking the time. Well, thank you very much for having me. It's a lovely day in, in London. So if you could tell me about sort of your background, Lumen, and then also as well, I think it'd be quite good just in terms of attention to get a definition of what attention actually is. Because it seems like one of those phrases where perhaps different people may have different interpretations of the actual word. So I'll leave it open to you. Well, let's start with the uh, the definition first, because yeah. that really is the interesting thing. So attention uh, is the essence of advertising. Mm-hmm. Advertary, advertising, it comes from the Latin, uh, to turn towards. The, the whole basis of our business is getting people to turn towards and engage with things. Mm-hmm. Now, at Lumen, we use eye tracking to work out if people are looking at ads. And we, we measure attention in terms of visual attention. There are other types of attention. We have ears as well as eyes. Mm-hmm. You have you know, haptic attention mm-hmm. uh, as well. But when we talk about attention, what we're talking about is not only could people see things, was there an mm-hmm. opportunity to see it? But did they actually look? Mm-hmm. And crucially, if they looked, what do they do next? Mm-hmm. Because the the next thing that people often ask about attention is not just, uh, was it there? Was there any attention? But yeah. so what? Yeah. What did it lead to? Because the other thing about advertising is that no one advertises simply to get attention. Yeah. You advertise to change people's minds, to mm-hmm. build memories, to, to make money. That's why we do the things we do. That's why we want yeah. to turn people's heads in the in the first place. And so when we talk about attention, not just about the physical uh, attributes of getting people to stop and stare, mm-hmm. but then thinking about what they do next. Yeah. Now, this insight, this idea that there's a difference between what uh, people have the opportunity to look at mm-hmm. and what people see... That sort of came to, to me about about 10 years ago. I started okay. my career uh, in advertising, working for DDB, the big creative agency. Mm-hmm. And uh, I worked in uh, London and then mm-hmm. in New York and then in Mumbai. And wherever you go in the world, mm-hmm. no one knows how big a logo should be on an ad. (laughs) In any culture, in any language, uh, you have the same problem time and again. There are some people who think the logo should be big, some people uh, who think the logo should be small. No one knows anything. Uh, And so I thought that perhaps to resolve this endless conversation, Mm -hmm. we could just do some research to see, well, what gets more attention? And use eye tracking as a means of answering this perennial question. So about 10 years ago, we set up Lumen, essentially, initially, as a creative testing mm-hmm. uh, company to try and understand if the big logo did better than the small logo. Yeah. 
As a consequence of that, we realized that we had inadvertently created a media currency. Because it isn't, ads don't just get attention because the logo is big or small mm-hmm. or because there's a Geico gecko in it or, yeah. a, or, or, or a meerkat, but also because the media is different. Mm-hmm. Big ads get more attention than little ads. Mm-hmm. Video ads get more attention than static ads. Yeah. Um, some out-of-home uh, ads get more attention than some mobile ads. So there are differences by media, mm-hmm. there are differences by format, and there are differences by size and, um, and value of media. Okay. And understanding that has been really, really interesting because we now have this sort of ability to mm-hmm. have a, a common currency of attention mm-hmm. that can work uh, uh, to uh, across media mm-hmm. uh, and helping you understand how the creative works, but also how the media is valued. How hard is that in terms of being able to provide that common currency? Is it something that that's you know, from your standpoint is very much achievable, or well, how it, does it work? It's it's very much achieved. All right. Um, okay. Uh, so. M- I think now the majority of the big six holding companies use Lumen's data mm-hmm. to uh, aid the media planning process. Mm-hmm. So we have collected data on how people engage with ads across pretty much all media. Mm-hmm. Cinema, TV, radio, uh, out of home, mm-hmm. uh, all the forms of social media and and so mm-hmm. on. And if you collect enough data, you can observe patterns in that data mm-hmm. to say, in general, this medium will be noticed 50% of the time mm-hmm. for three seconds, whereas that one will be noticed 20% of the time yeah. for one second. That sort of normative data is being fed into agency planning tools as we speak. And everyone's using this same data to different levels of granularity to already uh, compare between media mm-hmm. and between formats there. It should be said that most of our data is visual attention data. Mm -hmm. We have to work very hard to create visual equivalents for audio. And then we have to remember that there are some media, like TV Mm -hmm. or cinema, that are both audio and And visual visual. uh, as well. So it isn't simply a question of measuring eyeballs. Mm -hmm. You have to also have a sort of amplifier effect for for, for the audio. But already the buy side is doing this. Okay. The major agencies are already using attention in terms of planning. Mm-hmm. They're also, where for more addressable media, mm-hmm. they're already using our uh, data and our predictive models to help them identify what to buy in real time. Mm-hmm. So uh, you can use this data within DSPs or within mm-hmm. SSPs with digital media to identify the good stuff and go and buy that. Yeah. And they're already using this type of data in terms of measurement. Mm-hmm. So just as you have viewability companies like IAS or, or, or Oracle, um, you can append our, our, uh, our tags and our predictive models mm-hmm. to that to uh, give you a live uh, estimate of how much attention your yeah. campaigns are getting. So in a sense, the future is already here. Mm-hmm. It's just not evenly distributed. Yeah, And some agencies and some clients are already planning, buying, measuring and doing their attribution on the basis of attention. It's just okay. just fun to see other people catching up and 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 and, and it's not a linear thing because some people are leapfrogging ahead. Yeah. Uh, okay. uh, which is which is really interesting as well. Actually then in that case let's go back to what I was going to ask about the the trends. I think that's quite a nice segue. Yeah. Into sort of new trends that are coming in attention. Uh, and and what's developing in the market now. With three key trends actually. Mm. 
The first is more and more media are being covered in this way okay. uh, of, of attention. And it's not necessarily in the order that you think. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, obviously, digital media, because they're very addressable, mm -hmm. are uh, uh, at the forefront of this. Mm -hmm. uh, CTV uh, and linear TV, to an extent, is there. Um, Out of Home has been using attention mm -hmm. for longer than anyone because Lumen has been working with Root, the out-of-home currency, mm -hmm. for eight years now. Yeah. So, uh, uh, in actual fact, Out of Home is slightly ahead of the, yeah. the, the game here. So... What we're finding is that more and more media are coming along and saying, we would like to be included in this attention revolution. Okay. And um, so and with more media covered, uh, uh, we can compare between them and, mm -hmm. and it exponentially adds value. So more, more media. Mm -hmm. um, the second thing that seems to be uh, happening is uh, linking attention to outcomes. Okay. Uh, this is uh, 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 has has gone from being a proof point of mm -hmm. our product to the product itself. Okay. So not 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 proof of the product, but part of the product. Yeah. <laughs> because as I said before, just as uh, there's a difference between the opportunity to see and seeing. Yeah. So too, no one really cares about seeing; it's about buying. Yeah. <laughs> and it's the the that link between seeing and sales, mm -hmm. or, or attention and outcomes, that is really really yeah. important. What we're finding is that uh, the smartest clients are moving uh, beyond just understanding the averages between you know, media A and media B yeah. and using it for planning data and things, but then building really, really powerful models of, of effective attention. How much attention do I need in media A mm -hmm. to drive a sale? How mm. Is that the same in media B? Yep. You know, Two seconds of attention to uh, one form of mobile ad mm -hmm. is actually worth more than two seconds of attention in it for another yeah. format or for another media. You know, uh, two seconds of attention to a tele ad isn't actually worth an awful lot, yeah. but it's worth a great deal online. Whereas TV is very good at generating 10, 15, 20 seconds, which you could never get elsewhere. Yeah. So understanding the sort of potency of these different media and the link between attention outcomes as a, as a measure of that mm -hmm. potency, really, really important. Um, the, 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 the most exciting partnerships that we have mm -hmm. at Lumina are, are with people like Amazon, being able okay. to link not, not just our attention predictions, mm -hmm. but the... Uh, uh, the outcomes for for your brand yeah. uh, uh, on on the site. The final big trend that we've seen is uh, mating different data sets. This attention stuff yeah. is really really interesting, mm -hmm. but it becomes exponentially more interesting if you add in the outcomes thing. Mm -hmm. But then that process of marrying these two data sets, mm -hmm. we could do that with loads of other things. I want to capture though, on to, uh, or come back to something that you said. So uh, that I thought was very, very interesting here was the whole thing about you know, different levels of attention have different levels of importance for different media. Yeah. And the implications of that sort of, of and really across the board, the implications are, are, of that. I mean, we talked before about the common currency that we have in terms of, of sort of across all media. But, but if you have different levels of attention sort of, of for different levels of media, how do you think that necessarily plays out? When, for example, sort of, of your clients are thinking about what they need to do, yeah, in terms of their campaigns and how to deliver the best reach for for the audiences and so forth, uh, and I think this is a very important thing because um, 
it is simply not true mm -hmm. that um, uh, more attention is always better. Mm -hmm. You know, I we do work for the cinema industry. I yeah. love going to the cinema. Uh, and, and I do notice the ads there. Yeah. But it is wrong to say that you should only yeah. <laughs> advertise yeah. Yeah, when people are stuck in a black box. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. Other ads do work really well. And, mm. kind of, and I think that um, while there is this common currency, yep. uh, and, and people are building it in as a, as a standard metric and things like that, like I say, the most sophisticated clients appreciate the sort of the differentials in potency in in the ads. It's not just one second in one media yeah. is equivalent to another second in another. Um, and the drivers of that are some of it is inherent in the media, and some of it uh, implied by the creative by the, the by the creative that we use in that media. Mm -hmm. People understand that to make a good TV ad. You have to tell a tell a story. Yeah, you know, narrative is really really important. Humor and emotional content tend to do really really well. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, there's an awful lot of evidence to say that you should be using, uh, uh, you know, story classic storytelling techniques yeah. on TV. And that is right for TV. Uh, and you design your TV ads to, to to conform to that. Brilliant. So what you have to realize is that the media itself is different mm -hmm. and delivers a different amount of attention, which is which is fine. But then you have to respond to that by having different creative mm -hmm. and not blindly following the same rules in every single media, yeah. but have uh, media appropriate uh, 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 creative. Facebook, a brilliant media, yeah. has much more in common with billboards and, uh, uh, and and six-sheet posters than it does with TV ads. Yeah. And yet, for some reason, media agencies are sticking TV ads in the equivalent of a poster. Now, that yeah. seems, um, uh, uh, from a creative angle, crazy. Yeah. Um, when you apply, apply this sort of logic of the, not the, but the evidence of the, uh, of, of the attention stuff, it also seems mm -hmm. uh, uh, crazy. So, you know, it, it, it's an important um, uh, thing to, to, for us just to, 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 to see the world as it actually is rather than what it looks like on a spreadsheet. Because the thing that um, the digital players, you know, mm -hmm. TikTok and, uh, and YouTube, have known for some time is that people don't advertise for attention. They advertise for outcomes. Yeah. Attention is the means to get those outcomes. But linking things back to these retail media networks mm -hmm. and making... Tesco and Sainsbury's and Boots link up with Sky and mm. with uh, uh, well JC Deco do quite a lot of work yeah. as well uh, on on that, but um, uh, uh, and, and the big newspapers as well. Making sure that you can link two outcomes mm -hmm. is the answer. Yeah. So it's not about necessarily aggregating audiences; it's about attributing attention. It's a very, very different mindset yeah. uh, from from this sort of GRP way of thinking. Yeah. Like, well, I got you eleven percent of the entire country, but how many of those people actually bought? Anything? Yeah, you know, that's not how that's not how Facebook and um, uh, 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 Meta, rather, and 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 YouTube talk about their audience. They don't go. Well, they do say we can reach everyone, and you go, well, okay. But they say, it's not that I can reach everyone; I can re reach your target audience and and link it to outcomes. Yeah. So what I see that, like, I go back to this um, uh, trend, the second trend mm. that I was talking about, is the is is making every media addressable, mm -hmm. and then linking attention to that media to outcomes from that media. That's 
attention, my my little contribution to that yeah. is just a small part of a much, much broader trend mm-hmm. towards um, attribution modeling. Yeah. And ironically, what has happened here recently is we, we thought we had that with cookies. We thought... Um, that because I could put a little tag on people's yeah. machines afterwards, uh, I would know that they'd done that. I'd do now. Cookies were crap mm. as a as a as a system because, and they're very easy to game and there's lots of fraud yeah. and all of those sorts of things. They were always a bad thing. They had been taken away by by by, by the EU and by and by Apple, and there's been this sort of vacuum uh, 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 in in the attribution world. Or and and it hasn't. You know, it, it is happening. The the, the 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 like I said before, the future is already here. In, yeah. in, in, in some ways, it, when when Google turn off cookies next year in twenty twenty four, five years late, but still they're yeah. gonna, they're, they're actually going to do it. That will be the end of that. But into that vacuum, something much much more exciting has happened, mm. which is Amazon. Yeah, Amazon Tesco Boots. Mm-hmm. Th- that linking. Um, your digital impressions mm-hmm. to outcomes in store, either uh, on the website or, I mean, something like Tesco or, or, or through the Advantage yeah. card or, you know, Club card or something like that. That is so much more exciting for advertisers, much better than yeah. a click. And that's the future. The sooner that media realize that it's the data that, yeah. that, that counts, it's not the audience, it's the attribution. Yeah. Counts. That will radically change the profile of the advertisers and increase the market massively. But it will also change the nature of um, the, the, the the media planning and buying mm-hmm. that we do, and the creative that gets uh, yeah. served as well to to represent that that increased personalization. Yeah, actually, just want to pick up on on one point. Sort of tell us about the link between creativity and attention. Well, like I said before, different media. I'll have different levels of potency in, you know, one second in one media isn't the same as on one second in yeah. another. But it's also because the creative, <laughs> there are, there's good creative and there's bad creative yeah. out there. And, uh, you know, I, I spent my career at DDB mm-hmm. working night and day trying to get you more attention than you're worth. Mm. Yeah. And, you know, we, we do this for loads of uh, uh, media, sort of telly and mm. uh, uh, Facebook and uh, Instagram and the whole thing. You know, we've actually got a really quite interesting approach to out of home. The thing about understanding what makes a good poster mm-hmm. is to appreciate that you don't necessarily have a lot of time. Mm. We talked before about uh, not only an idiot would put a TV ad in a, yeah. in a, in a, in a poster slot. Um, well, the, 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 the flip side of that is that smart people realise that posters work brilliantly mm-hmm. if you design them correctly. Um, and so we've developed a whole lot of tools actually with JC to go yeah. to, to, to pre-test What's going to work as a as a poster, mm-hmm. um, and some of the you know obvious rules that, mm-hmm. that have been built up over many many years still hold true. Yeah, you know, keep it simple. Mm-hmm. You've only got a couple of seconds, so make that work. Yeah, make sure you're using your iconic. Uh, you know, distinctive brand assets. Mm. This is why the meerkats are so useful. Not just because they're funny on TV, mm-hmm. but because they're instantly recognisable on a poster. Mm-hmm. And you can really leverage that and trigger all the memories that uh, that you've generated, or or communicate 
that me- 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 message in an iconic, instantaneous image. Mm-hmm. You know, um, make sure that you're not requiring people to read and spend a lot of time. Yeah, you know, they can if they want to, but make it an, an invitation to engage rather than a requirement yeah. to engage. And then for posters as well. I think one of the other interesting things that we've found is understanding that people are going to see this once or twice or three mm. times. Often when we make ads, we assume it's on a one-and-done basis. Yeah. You're just going to get this one chance to look at it. Uh, out of Home works on a frequency basis. Mm-hmm. You are standing on the same platform at the train station. A bus will go past mm-hmm. a number of times. You will see something on the way to work and on, on the way back from work. Yeah. Understanding that there's a frequency effect there and building that into the creative mm-hmm. itself, understanding that, that can be really, really important. In And I think that previous ways of optimizing um, uh, 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 advertising, forcing people to look at it and tell me what you think, yeah. automatically give you the wrong answer. Whereas, tr- because you're, 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 you're prejudging it, you're saying, look at this and tell me, yeah. using uh, attention data, you go, did you look at it? Yeah. <laughs> you know, did this get to your attention? And if it did, how did it work? And so, again, there's a, there's a, 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 a paradigm shift in our understanding of, of what advertising is there to do, which is in the first place to get attention, yeah. and then how it needs to work within a, a busy environment, uh, and and that I think is, uh, is is tremendously exciting. Again, not just in delivering better results for clients, but delivering a a, a deeper understanding of 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 what this advertising thing is anyway. Yeah, no, that 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 makes perfect sense. No, I think as you say, very exciting times ahead on here. And again, I think that's a nice segue into yeah, if we're looking at this, and I think one key takeaway that you would say really for advertisers, agencies, from what's going on and what they need to sort of really grasp and embrace when it comes to what's happening in, in attention, what would it be? I go back in a sense to reprise some of the things you yeah. said, or everything that I've been doing. One is to understand. All attention, all mm. advertising requires attention. Mm-hmm. There's different levels of attention, different requirements. But we are in the business of attention. Yeah. You know, we often say, you know, newspapers or TV stations sell eyeballs, you mm-hmm. know, and you're, you're buying eyeballs. Yeah. That is, that's not a colorful euphemism. That's the truth. That's yeah. exactly <laughs> what you're doing. But it's a cross media and it's a scale thing that's super important. And to understand attention in one media is almost useless. Yeah. You have to be able to uh, uh, understand it across everything to be able to to, to, to use this stuff uh, mm-hmm. importantly. So the agencies and the brands that are seeing things in the round are doing better than the, the, the people who are being a little yeah. bit more. The second thing that I think is really important is to take this attribution stuff really seriously. Mm-hmm. I have a sort of you know, mantra uh, 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 it's about uh, never talking about attention without also quickly talking about uh, outcomes. Yeah. If we were in Germany, they'd come up with one of those massive, great long words, uh, 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 attention outcomes, yeah. you know, and it'd just be one word. Yeah. But that's the way we need to think about this. Mm-hmm. And that, and I think that that's been helpful for me in, 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 in Lumen's growth there. Mm-hmm. But I really think it's a, a, a radical reconceptualization of what advertising is. Because if you don't think about the outcomes and the re- and the required amount of attention to deliver those outcomes, then you're stuck in a world of 
uh, of audiences, just general, mm. generalized thinking, uh, uh, you know, GRPs in one place and impressions in another. And, so, and you have all these different currencies and different ways of thinking about it. And none of them are intimately related to, mm-hmm. to, to, to the task in hand. And if you're not thinking about the the end in mind, if you're not yeah. thinking about the outcomes, then you, you do some pretty weird things yeah. on, on the way there. So that's what I that's what I've where I've seen the most success, and I've learned the most from my my clients. And the vision that we're pushing, but also the vision that we're sort of being dragged along by the yeah. most successful clients. That's the future for the entire market. That's a great note to end on, Mike. Thanks very much. Really appreciate it. Thank you very much for your time. Not at all. Thank you, Mike, for the fascinating discussion around attention today. It's been great to hear your thoughts on how attention measurement can be used as a powerful tool for advertisers and marketeers to increase efficacy. If there's anything you'd like to ask us or hear more about, you can visit the JCDCO Digital Changemakers Hub online. We hope you enjoyed listening. And wherever you get your podcasts, don't forget to subscribe, like, and share.